Live from Parts Unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello, welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller and this is a pro wrestling podcast. If you have been listening to the last few weeks, you'll realize I've, that's my new intro to all the shows, which sucks because it's really bad. What are you going to do about it? Also, hell is frozen over this week because I'm actually doing the Q&A episode. I mean, I won't lie. The only reason that uh, I got a bit uh, delayed is because of all my wrestling stuff, which you can find out about what culture. We talked about it here on Wednesday. We're going to talk about it more next week after the match airs tomorrow on Access to Fight, which you can watch if you want. Access to, uh, what is it? Just, uh, just search for the Fight Access on, on Google and you'll, and you'll find Access to Fight. Um, and also, yeah, some personal stuff. And if you are a patron at patreon.com for Simon 316, you'll know all the reasons. We won't go into that here. But talking of patrons, uh, I'm very happy to say that we do have a patron on this week. He's been on before. He's, uh, he's my good friend. It's my man, Andrew. How you doing, dude? You all right? I'm back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, you are. You're just becoming... I want to get... Honestly, like I say to everybody as well, hopefully... And, and please do... You know, I'm not saying this at all, but please do and come, come and sign up. Uh, to the patron if you want to come on the podcast the more the merrier i can't say that enough you know if we can get guys back on as well i think that's really fun because then the audience gets to know them and gets to know their opinions and it just i think we've got a good rapport so you know there's always the opportunity to do more and andrew you are back how has your wrestling life been over the last few weeks or months or however long it's been interesting uh, we have the lead up to money in the bank we have all the stuff with all in coming up it's it's been an interesting time i think all in's exciting I, I agree. If I go sort of full on hyperbole with it, I, a part of me is like, it could become the independent WrestleMania. I, I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen because I think the TV deal that WWE signed changes a lot. But a small part of me does think maybe we could make this, you know, the, the, if, if you can do another one and maybe you can get CM Punk involved or people like that. Absolutely, it could become, well, at least that's what I hope anyway. I think that'd be really cool. That's my kind of dream for it. I, I agree 100%. I, I think it's one of the most interesting things to happen in wrestling in a decent decent time. Oh, yeah. yeah for, for, definitely for... Uh, of, well, a lot of good stuff is having on the independent scene. I just think this has... This just has something to it in my head. I'm like, I think maybe this... Yeah, yeah. that's all, that, that's all, my, uh, that's all my thought process. We don't even have a card yet. We don't no. even have a damn card, which is, <laughs> you know... That is uh, that's pretty impressive. Uh, well, well uh, what did you think about the whole thing with Aldis and Cody at the uh, Ring of Honor show over, over in London? Yeah, I liked it. I thought, I thought it was a good way of teasing it without actually saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, thought, I, thought it was, uh, I, I thought it was good. And if they go in that direction and Cody wins a load of belts, I'm all right with that. You know, I think right now he's got all the momentum in the world. He's one of the biggest stars on the indie scene. So why not do that? Uh, I thought I thought it was fantastic because uh, you had. I think the deal was if Cody wins the ROH title, that's right. He puts yeah. it up. He puts it up against the NWA World's Heavyweight Title, and it's literally all in. Yeah, exactly. I'm, exactly. And if, like I say, if Cody can walk away with a load of belts, I think that's awesome. I really do think that's awesome. I'm well up for seeing that. I, think, I have no problem with it at all. No, <laughs> me, me neither. So yeah, I hope they do do that. Um, and I think I, I don't know necessarily you headline with that, but I think having someone so synonymous with that event coming away with that. I just think it's a good idea. I just think it's a good idea. I like it. I like it. But yeah, at the moment, um, everything with All In, I think is awesome. And obviously, 
it's all it's balanced perfectly with everything that's going on in WWE and then making all the money uh, with with the Fox deal. I mean, it's been confirmed now, the Fox deal on SmackDown. I mean, it was pretty much confirmed, but now we've got all the details. I mean, in short, it's going to be worth about $205 million a year. Uh, they're going to have some kind of show at FS1. Sounds like it could be talking smack-like, but we don't know. Raw, uh, SmackDown's going to be promoted on the, the the football, and I think they have some baseball and stuff on there too. So it's an amazing deal. Obviously, the interesting part is can they keep the ratings up? Because what the ratings currently do on USA, which is about 2.5 million, or 2.5, whatever the, the thing is, is not enough. <laughs> I think they probably need to push through three. I mean, I don't know about you know American television that much. You'll probably be able to tell me, Andrew. But, I mean, it seemed to me they need three million plus to, you know, keep everybody happy. Yeah, um, I just wish it was Raw going to Fox because then we could cut it down to two hours. Oh, tell, tell me about it, man. Just, I just... Because watching that three-hour Raw, I mean, people like you and I, we're, we're stuck in it. We're going to be we're in this for the long haul. Yeah. But it can just drag on so bad. Oh, yeah, no, they can. I mean, I think that was the thing we were most excited about if anything went to... Uh, went to, to Fox that it would be that. But, you know, the thing I'm most annoyed about, I'm not really annoyed, of course, I'm joking, is that it's moving to Friday nights. So now I've got to do ups and downs on Saturday morning. No, I'm only kidding. I don't, <laughs> mind, I don't mind doing that. I mean, it's just, a, it's just a joke. Somebody said it to me on Twitter. It made me laugh. Uh, I don't I, hate that. <laughs> I quite like it. I, I, I like resting at weekends because over here in the UK, Raw always used to wear on a Friday night. And that's really, that, yeah, yeah, that's what I loved. It used to, uh, I think it was oh, eight till 10, or yeah, it must have been eight till 10 because my parents wouldn't let me stay up till 12. Yeah, eight <laughs> till 10 on a Friday on Sky Sports. And so to me, sort of Friday night holds a, holds a special place. So I'm okay with that. I think it'd be quite fun. Well, uh, over here in the States, it was Monday Night Raw and Thursday Night SmackDown. Of course originally. it was, yeah. I think SmackDown used to air on Saturday mornings over here. Oh wow! Yeah, how weird is that? That's a, that's a different that's a different time, Andrew. That's a different time. <laughs> See, I'm all right with that. I mean, if anything, I mean, I, I sometimes do like the fact you get that double hit of one, two SmackDown versus and Raw. But also, it's nice to have a gap. I think you'll probably be more excited to SmackDown by Friday as opposed to knowing it's 24 hours later. I don't know. It's, 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 there's something nice about it. I think. Well, uh, I'll put it this way: when Raw and SmackDown are good, it, it's a good one-two. Like, okay, I'm satisfied with that, but. When it's bad, it can really hurt. <laughs> mm. No, that's true, man. Like raw, when raw drags, raw really drags. Um, but um, uh, taking taking it back, you know, when when I was younger, and uh, the thing that I always liked was you watch you watch Monday Night Raw or however much you were allowed to watch, and you would talk about it the next day at school, and it would be like, oh man, Friday night's gonna be awesome because da 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 da. So it gave you something to look forward to towards the end of the week. That's yeah, it's so true. And I, yeah, I mean, I think the real question is, do we, do we, do we get rid of the brand split? I mean, I don't. I guess it depends on how they does rating wise. I don't know. I think that's an interesting question. I think you can argue for and against with that. I'm not 100 percent sure what I want them to do. I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, I forget. I forget what podcast it was, but I, I was listening to it. And I'm like. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know what's better. I think the brand I think the brand split that they've done now kind of lackluster. I I, I mean they've missed so many opportunities with like cross branded feuds and stuff, which I loved during the first uh, brand split where like Kurt Angle going over to Raw, Shawn Michaels coming to SmackDown. They've missed stuff like that, which is disappointing to me. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing as well, because when it is on Fox, I imagine SmackDown has to become somewhat of a priority. So who do they move? 
Who do they move over to? Uh, to the, I mean, does Roman Reigns go to SmackDown? Is Roman Reigns even a draw? I don't know. I don't know how that how that works. I think, I think they see him as a draw. Well, that's um, true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I would put Roman on SmackDown because no way in hell Lesnar will do it. I, I mean, by then, is Lesnar even going to be with the company? Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's not going anywhere. But that's the other rumor we'll talk about. We are going to answer some questions today. Uh, so thank you very much for everybody that sent them in. But the rumor is that Lesnar's not even wrestling till SummerSlam. SummerSlam. That's August. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, even I think it's long in the tooth at the moment. And I like Brock Lesnar, so... I, I like Lesnar too, but like with, with anything, it has its breaking point. Yeah. And people, people who I talk wrestling with say, well, you know, it's, it's that draw. It's when Lesnar's there. It's, it's important. I'm like, yeah, a year ago, you probably could have made a better case. Now it's just annoying. I mean, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> There's no two. I try to think of a counterpoint. It's just we need that title back on Raw. We just do. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. We need it back on Raw. Um, so, uh, I mean, I'll, I, I imagine he loses it at SummerSlam. I can't believe they're going to go further than that. But. Uh, um, the, tying it into the Q&A episode and the Fox deal, I have a question for you. What a great segue, Andrew. This is why we have you on. You know what you're doing. <laughs> you go, my friend, and then we'll go everywhere else. We've got a good few questions to rock through. So, my question is, seeing as WWE is going to be literally making all of the money. I mean, yeah, but in the best profits ever. If you don't start with that stuff, 100% the best profits ever for WWE. One of the things that annoys me of the current product, I mean, uh, people who listen to podcasts like this can talk, you know, about 50-50 booking and the lack of kayfabe and Roman Reigns. The one thing that annoys me purely from an aesthetic perspective is the stage. Well, as in the way it looks? Yes. Okay. In what sense? Because you had, back in, my, back in my day, you had Raw and you had SmackDown with the fist. Yeah. Yeah. And it made it two completely different shows. At that least is, yeah, that, that's fair. I'll take that. And to give you an example, when the first lottery happened and Cena went from SmackDown to Raw, one of the first thoughts that I had was, oh man, he just doesn't, he doesn't look right on a Raw stage. Yeah, because you're so used to seeing on the other one. So my question to you is, what would be your personal favorite stage? Out of those two, back in the day, or do you mean... Or, 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 or just in general. Oh man, oh dude. I tell you, actually, no, no, no. I tell you what I did used to like. I know they can't do it anymore because the, the building got redone. I used to love the short entrance way at Royal Rumbles, at uh, Royal Rumbles, okay. at Madison Square Gardens. I don't know why, but I think because I'm so used to a long entrance rap, I used to really, like the Royal Rumble 98 is why I said Royal Rumble, when you had that short entrance way and they had the bricks everywhere. I just, it was, it was something, I mean, I like a long entrance, but I don't know, there's always used to be something special about that short one. And I also think it's because I, um, I relate it to sort of special moments. I remember Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out at SummerSlam 98, I should say. I remember that. I remember when John Cena came back at whichever Royal Rumble he did. It was that small one. Um, so I think that, however, outside of that, with the more over-the-top ones, the Backlash one. With right, the, with right the, with you. With the, with the swinging <laughs> knives or whatever the hell they were. That was awesome. I mean, also now, there's no excuse not to bring them back. They've got all the money. That was the whole point. They stopped doing it. That, 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 was, that was my question. With them doing all, getting the money now, do you think that they'll be able to 
bring back the theme setups to the pay-per-views, like Judgment Day with the Gil- the, the guillotine. Yeah, that was cool, right? Um, the, the, the Royal Rumble with the cars, the Royal Rumble with the gladiator theme. I hope so. And I also hope they bring back Pyro. And everyone goes, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter, but it still doesn't mean it's not fun. I like Pyro. I like over-the-top sets. The only problem with that is, the only reason I don't see them bringing back sets for pay-per-view is because pay-per-view is about to become redundant. <laughs> because TV's going to be making so much money. Why would you spend any money on pay-per-view? It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I actually have an interesting point of view about the Pyro thing. Do it. Do you have, is, um, is your favorite stage Backlash as well, before we move on? Uh, I, my favorite stage is the old Backlash swinging... Yeah, my too. Yeah, pi- pike okay. things, uh, for <laughs> lack of a better word. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, but, go, um, go Pyros. Uh, uh, I love Judgment Day 2 with the guillotine. But my, I, one of my top three is probably the Gladiator theme one. I forget what year it was. Yeah, I, I could see it in my head, but I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. But it was cool, yeah. I just like it because uh, they were different. Yeah, exactly. Where Undertaker came out on on the horse. Oh, that was yeah. I forgot about that. That was so, different. that was that was different. <laughs> I actually don't mind no pyro on TV. Okay, but you go on. Uh, uh, the reason is I had something called craniosynostosis, which is a reformation of the skull when I when I was an infant. Wow, dude, jeez. And it, it doesn't cause like pain or nothing, but like if you could picture one of those old school cartoons where the turtle gets punched and it just like pinball. Jeez, man. That's kind of what my head does with Pyro. Wow, dude, that's insane. But it's like it doesn't hurt, but like it makes me ooh, like woozy. Why is that? Do you know why? Like what the reasoning is? Uh, like I, I think it's something to do with like the decibel. Yeah, of, that of, makes of, sense. Of, of the sound. So. During the time that they would do pyro, back in the day, I would have to pick and choose when I would go. Wow, and I would, man! Like I would have to wear um, earplugs. Well, that's blown my brain, to be honest, man. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. So, like, when you go now, do you still do it just in case? Because I guess they could bust it out without you realizing it. Um, I, I've gotten better as I was uh, as I've gotten older. Yeah. But back when I was like 12, 13, 14, it used to drive me batty. Like, I'm not it, surprised. It must have been painful, if nothing else. Well, uh, not painful. It's just like it, like my eyes would start to like go cross-eyed and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I wasn't in pain. It was just it made me feel weird. Well, I mean, if you ever needed an argument to not have pyro, I think we just found it. I mean, my <laughs> my word, well, fair enough. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. No, I, I really don't mind not being there. Like, I, it gets to the point where I just, uh, yeah, I don't even, I don't even pick up on it. But but, uh, but big big shows, like yeah, yeah go, go all out. Absolutely, that's when uh, that's when I really start to notice. Okay, we, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, but yeah, less is certainly more. Something WWE doesn't usually do, and actually with pyro, they do do that. Unfortunately, they probably go too far in the other direction. But hey, never mind. What are you going to do? That's great, man. What a great, what a great reason that is. I never, as long as you're doing all right with it now, that's the main thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're going to smash off with the questions here. I've got loads. I'll pronounce all your names wrong. As Andrew knows, can't pronounce his last name to save my life. Uh, got it wrong <laughs> so many times. Uh, but Emperor Cloberus, who is at Pogform Zach on Twitter, which is amazing. 
What do you? Who do you think is the biggest missed opportunity for the WWE? I think it's Omega. Yeah, admittedly, because Omega was in their system at point. I'm curious if you had another person. I wouldn't count Kenny Omega just because when he was in FCW or whatever their developmental territory was, he wasn't Kenny Omega. Like, I think he had to leave and do what he did to become Kenny Omega. Whereas I think there have been people within the company that they could have done more with that they didn't. Um, and one that always springs to my mind is a bit of a cliche now in 2018. And I was never even his biggest fan. I just think there was lightning in the bottle that they failed to capture. And that was Zack Ryder. Uh, Zack Ryder, to me, he won me over with his YouTube videos at a time where YouTube was not as big as it was now. It's still on the ascent. Again, I wasn't the biggest fan of him, but I thought he was funny. And I wanted to see them do something with him. And instead, they just jobbed him out to the point I stopped caring. And I always think about that with a lot of guys. Uh, and again, I don't think you can criticize it too much. I'm sure Zack Ryder's having the time of his life. He's a massive wrestling fan. He's been in the company 10 plus years. I mean, he's probably the, happy, yeah, the happiest man ever. So I can't get too, too mad at it. But I think they could have done more with him. I think he could have been the real first internet superstar, so to speak, which was the point. Uh, and yeah, they never just followed it through. Yeah, that, that's a tough one for me because it, if you consider people like Kenny Omega, they weren't to that caliber when they were with yeah, the company. Exactly. I think they had to leave, right? They had to leave to become that good. Because the, the, the name that popped in my mind was EC3. That one, no, that one counts because I think he was on NXT and he was on TV. So I think, but it was it wasn't NXT as we know and love now. It was when it was the game show. That is true. What was his name? Derek Bateman. Yeah. However, do you think I don't know? It's different, I guess, because Kenny Omega. If you didn't know he was on WWE, you just wouldn't know. You have to go out of your way to find out. Whereas I think EC3, but again, I actually, I think you're right. I think he had to go away to become the person he was. He almost needed to be, you know, fired or whatever happened to him. It's so a hard, it's that, a hard question. So someone from me, kind of your Zack Ryder argument, someone that's currently in the company that yeah. I think that they're, that they're missing an opportunity on is Luke Harper for me. Uh, do you know what, dude? Amazing show. Apps, he's so good, Luke Harper. Uh, I, I mean, he's everything that WWE wants. He's tall. He's athletic. Uh, the beard thing could be a turnoff. I don't know. But I, I think that he should be doing so much more than what he's doing. Yep. No, no disrespect to the blood to the Blood and Brothers. I think that's fantastic. It's just I want him to do so much more. Yeah, no, I, I agree, man. I think he's capable of doing so much more. I think he's got a really good singles run in him. And we kind of saw that last year whenever it was, but it never really... Yeah, it never really hit for some reason. I'm, try, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I can't think of anybody else. Can you think of anybody else? Uh, let's say no. We'll move on. Yeah, let's say no. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jason R. at Philly Fanatic 2. Did you create your intro music? That's a, yeah, that's what Andrew is. Uh, I, did, I did create my intro music. It was written by my band, MG and the Juggernaut. You can download it on iTunes right now if you search for The Flex Assist by MG and the Juggernaut. That's what we called it because I love that pun. It's my favorite pun ever. Um, I came up with it, by the way. I just want to point it out. You can buy a t-shirt. I never pimp my t-shirts. If you go to... I, don't even, I can't even remember the damn thing. If you go to redbubble.com and search for Simon Miller, you can buy that t-shirt. Anyway, I did. It's by my band. Uh, my single was designed by my mate Jordan. I wanted to make the whole thing as personal as possible, and I did, and it certainly worked. It made me happy. Daniel Barnes at D Barnes Writer. Who will main event WrestleMania 35? Personally, I'm hoping for Strowman's crowning moment against the heel Roman Reigns. Well, Daniel, I, I, I respect your ambition <laughs> and your <laughs> dreams, but mm, 
I can't. I cannot see that happening. I really do think the Mania 35 is going to be headlined by uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. I think that's why they're 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 extending her their her title run. You know, uh, sorry, her title win to Money in the Bank. I think she's going to win it there, and I think she's going to hold on to it all the way to WrestleMania and potentially even lose it to Charlotte, depending on what the the plan is. I've got no problem with that. Um, I I don't. I, well, I don't want to get into this too much, but some people have get funny about women debuting a main eventing shows don't understand that at all anyway let's not talk about that but just letting you know that if don't leave any comments going but women don't care about that it's about the wrestlers not about their sex <laughs> um yeah that's my prediction what about yours i'm still i'm still trying to go over the ronda charlotte thing um who's gonna main event wrestlemania 35 Say again, sorry, man. You cut out. Skype went weird. Uh, no, I said I'm still trying to get over the the Charlotte Ronda thing. Well, um, I, I don't. I don't necessarily think that's the best thing to do. In the sense that I don't know what their build is or their booking is. That's what I need to know. However, if that is the plan, I don't mind them doing it next year if it's built up well. Also, because I can't. I don't want Roman Reigns there again. Uh, if Braun Strowman could be in a good feud, yeah, I'd be all right with that. But then I kind of look at the rest of the roster. There's no one I feel like that deserves to be in the WrestleMania main event. So if you want to have some fun with it, why the hell not? Eh, uh, kind of the same thing as you. I'm not going to get too much into it. I don't have a problem with women main eventing as long as the women main eventing are good. Yeah, but no, say, I, I, I will say that 100%. I'm not saying that they should uh, main event just because they're women. I'm saying they should because it's got a good build. And they're good wrestlers. And I believe Charlotte and I believe Ronda Rousey has the potential to do that. I can't say that for sure right now because I've only seen it for two months. But I, I believe that she has the ability. And also, okay, let me rephrase that. I think Charlotte is good enough to main event at WrestleMania. I'll say it that I, way. I agree 100%. Yeah. That's a better way to say it. That's what I mean. Like When I saw Charlotte versus Oscar at Risk Ray, I was like, this girl has everything. Um, mm-hmm. And, I, 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 and you know, I understand. I don't, I don't ever want them to do it for the sake of doing it. But I understand that it's going to tie into it a little bit because it is something to, to, to sell. Oh, it's the first ever, you know, women's main event at WrestleMania. So I get that. But I don't want it to be yeah, a token thing. I want it to be because Charlotte's amazing and because I truly believe that Ronda Rousey has the potential to be that good. You can come at me and say you're crazy. I am crazy. You didn't need for me to talk about Ronda Rousey before that. So yeah, that's what I'd go with anyway. That's my that's my gut. If we're if we're going for a women main event at WrestleMania, I'd love to see the four horse the four horse women. I got yep. tongue tied there. Yeah, that would be good. Um, if we're going not that, I really don't know. It's kind of the same thing you said. Um, well, out of the, out of the dudes, I mean, again, we don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 months or whatever, but out of the dudes, do I want to see Braun Strowman headline? Absolutely. But against two, I don't know. I don't know. I would, I would, I would love to see AJ Styles main event. Yeah, me too. But I can't see it happening. I don't think they see him in that position. As weird as that sounds. I think he's one of those guys that they, they'll push, but they won't push, push. Uh, I come at it from a different way. It's not, I don't see... I don't think that they don't see him that way. I just don't know who is of the caliber to main event with him. I mean, that's the thing, right? Um, yeah, that, I mean, because you would have said Nakamura, right? But they did that and it didn't really... I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's hard. I, I, I kind of went into my own world then. It's a hard thing to say. It really depends on... What, I mean, honestly, it really depends what happens with Roman Reigns. <laughs> He is the uh, he is the stumbling block with all of this, but we will uh, we will see we will see. Uh, Tom Conway, this is an interesting one. Does Kane deserve one more title run? Now I like Kane a lot, but I think everything that's happened over the last few months with him getting into politics and all of that, I think he probably deserves it. Whether or not we need to see it is a different thing. 
I don't think we need to see another another Kane title run. I think he's kind of transitioned to something new quite quite well. He's moved off into a into a different um, uh, yeah a different sort of sphere. He can come back as and when. I think he's earned one because he never had a proper title reign. However, I uh, I always like Kane. I got no problem with Kane. I think he I think he was awesome. Uh, I agree with you 100%, Miller. Um, I don't know if he deserves a world title reign, but I, I could see him having a three, four-month dominant run as, like, IC title. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. Just one final thing and then put some other guy over. I just don't think, given his current situation, it benefits him or the company to become universal or WWE champion. It just doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, I do like Kane, though. I think we, we had this conversation before, didn't we? We talked about Kane. Yeah, 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 I remember. I remember. You can go find that. Matt Paul, with Money in the Bank coming, who would be your dream Money in the Bank ladder match and who would win? Now, he hasn't specified if that's within WWE, so I'm going to say that it's not. So basically, you get to have eight guys doing a ladder match. Who do you choose? We'll say who's currently active because um, otherwise that's going to get mental. I mean, I, I mean, at the top of my head, I'll miss somebody off. At the top of my head, I would go Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, Okada, Cody Rhodes, um, Rusev because <laughs> I love him <laughs> Keith Lee because I love him too and I'd also want I'm, this doesn't really count because I've kind of gone against what I just said but he hasn't retired CM Punk that would be my eight way because I just think it'd be absolutely insane so yeah that's my dream man in the bank match which I can't even remember what I said now but it felt good at the time so I'm going <laughs> with it uh, an interesting one for me I don't know if it would ever happen, but if if Bullet Club ever disbands, just put all them in a ladder match. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because that because that would be so. You got the Young Bucks, Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes. There's so many uh, Mighty Skull. Uh, I can't flat. Uh, what's his name? Flippy Tamatanga. Tamatanga. Who's the flippy guy that Cody Rhodes hates? The flippy guy. Is he in Bullet Club? I get confused. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm not very good at keeping up with who the hell is in Bullet Club and who's not. It's too many, it's like Flip in, Gordon? Uh, Flip Gordon, yeah. He's in Bullet Club, right? Is he? No. No, I get confused. I get confused. I watch, I watch Being the Elite too much. I get confused who's in the Bullet Club <laughs> and who's not. Uh, yeah, the Tamatonga. So you've got Hangman. The, Hangman, Pejago. That's the people I'm thinking of. And there's two more you've got. I can't remember who the hell's in Bullet Club. I, anyway, that, you're right, though. You could do How good would that be? How good would but, a break of a Bullet Club be for some kind of, I don't know. Uh, but but to do what you did to do like eight specific people um velveteen dream nice oh man yeah probably want ricochet in there as well i've done it now i'm not i'm not going back through mine i've chosen my <laughs> i've chosen my I'm, I'm such a fan of velveteen dream it's not even funny um cm punk keith lee yeah just because i want to come back on simon miller <laughs> i like it you know what you're doing <laughs> I know where my bread's buttered. <laughs> Wait, w- would you ever do that? Oh, dude, I'll do anything now, man. I'm obsessed. <laughs> we're going to do, do a podcast all about my wrestling stuff next week, just after my next match airs. But yeah, I will do anything. I will so, do anything. I'm obsessed. I'm up to four. Um, Gold Dust. Nice. Just because I've always been a fan of them. Yeah, no, dude, I like stuff like that, man. It adds, it adds a nice sort of uh, twist to it as well. Uh, Osprey. I did think Osprey. I was. Uh, I kind of. Yeah. No. It's a, it's a good one. Uh, McIntyre. Nice. Like it. And who would be the eighth? Um. Let's just go for someone who everyone would know would not win. 
Uh, Elias. You know what? Not too bad at all. Did you see Ricochet's flip, by the way, the other day? Oh, that was that was insane. Everybody <laughs> go look up Ricochet flipping out of the ring and landing on his feet and then just casually walking up to the Velveteen Dream from NXT. Unbelievable. But, um, can we do a slight tangent and just talk about how great Velveteen Dream is? You can, yes. He's, <laughs> I'm glad he, I, I am glad he didn't get called up. I still believe that he's a work in, a work in progress, but he is amazing. He is absolutely amazing. So the, this kind of goes into a little bit of a wrestling philosophical thing. As a fan, take out the podcast, take out the fact that you're actually doing it at the moment. How do you determine who your guy is? In what sense? Like, you, you, watch, you watch him and it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I see, right, yeah. Um, like, yeah, I'm going to support this, this wrestler I, wherever, wherever he goes. I just go on my gut, really. I just follow my gut. Like, Russo, I don't know why I love Rusev so much, but I just find him entertaining, so I go with him. So, yeah, I, I guess it's just a feeling for me. It's, it sounds a bit hippy-trippy, but yeah, for me, it's just a feeling. <laughs> and I just warm to people for one reason or another. Well, for me, when he first came up and the whole Aleister Black thing, I, I watched that and I went, yeah, I can see WWE pinning their horses to him for the next 10 years and not even have trouble with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. He's got so much to him. And it's... The, like the little things that he does that makes him so great to me like when he comes out he sings his own entrance yeah 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 which which i find so funny for some reason exactly. it's, it's those small things right which for some reason get you i'm exactly the same it's really weird you don't know why but it just does uh, it's just i can't say enough good things i think last time that we were on that i was on the show um i was going to royal rumble and That's i was right yeah you were I was so mad that Velveteen Dream didn't have a match at that point. <laughs> Did he wind up having one? I can't remember now. My brain is um, too full of wrestling. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, cool. That's right. It was really good as well, wasn't it? Wasn't it? it was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, to sort of just really quickly, during that weekend, he got one of the biggest pops of the whole I weekend. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, everyone. Like, that was kind of during his – that was almost like his coming out party, wasn't it, in terms of, oh, yeah. man. This guy is someone that we all need to keep an eye on. Yeah, because uh, it was him, Strowman, and Elias. They got the biggest reactions of the whole weekend. Weird, right? How weird is that? Like, is... <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm done gushing over Velveteen Dream. Nah, at the dude, you, you gush away, man. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. That's what wrestling's all about, dude. Um, right, where are we? Next question. Uh, Andrew Pollitt, what is the best bad match you have seen, and why is it the Kennel from Hell match? No, that's no, no, no. <laughs> I no no I'm not having that <laughs> that match is atrocious. <laughs> the best bad match. Well, I um oh I don't, have you got one? I can't think of one. I'll have to have a, you have to give me a couple of minutes. I can't think. Well, of, uh, first off, I have to say hell hell of a name hell hell of a first name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's smashing it. But um, I don't know if it's a bad match, but it's not. A, I don't think it's a popular match. Um, King of the Mountain. I think that's fair, actually, because sometimes they go kind of a bit weird. Because on, on paper, that match shouldn't make sense. Which remind me, which one, that was when you had to. It's the reverse ladder match. That is, isn't it? Yeah, because they had the reverse Royal Rumble as well, which was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
yeah. I've always enjoyed those matches, even though on paper it shouldn't make sense. I can't remember watching any of them, and I must have done because it was a time I watched TNA all the time. I don't, but that probably sums it up, right? The fact that I can't remember. <laughs> uh, that's a good. I, I'm trying to think a bad match that I've seen that I liked. Uh, I mean, I used to watch the, the the Owen Hart matches, which were deliberately bad, but I don't think that counts because he was doing it on purpose. So. Anyway, anyway, I've got one. Yours, yours works. You win. You win. Okay. Uh, 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 Lee Tyers, my man, Lee Tyers. He's a friend of mine. Um, Hogan or Flair? Discuss. Oh, that's a question and a half. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you can actually answer that. Fa- not fairly, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? Because everything that happened with Hogan has soured him. I, I'm, I'm a bit. I, you could agree with me or not. It's your choice. But it has soured on me. Him on me a little bit. Um, whereas Flair, I mean, I know he's been through his own ups and downs, but it's never done anything like that. Ups and downs. I, I just throw it in there. I just throw it in there. <laughs> just casual. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if, uh, it, taking all that stuff away from it, I don't think the business would be a business. I hate saying that. You know what I mean? Would be in the state it is without either of them. Like they were both so important. I mean, Hogan is probably arguably more important just because of what he did. I mean, he became a mainstream star. You know, even people that I meet today that don't know about pro wrestling know who Hulk Hogan is. They don't know who Ric Flair is. That's just the truth. Whereas Ric Flair, for wrestling fans, is probably the greatest wrestler ever. I just think they're too important. They're too important both ways. I'm going to be that guy and sit on the fence. <laughs> so, Well, you'll probably not like me after I say this. Um, I'm 27, and I don't remember either of them in their prime. So, <laughs> but, 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 but the thing is, man, it does, it does, uh, it does, it makes a difference, right? Because you're not there to experience it firsthand. You have to kind of um, almost look at it from a different perspective. So I completely understand that. Uh, if you if you put a gun to my head and say you have to pick which one, I would pick Flair, only because I like his character better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, may I steal a question from the Facebook? You, you can do whatever you like, man, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I think it's interesting. Okay. Um, Adam Pearson has a question for you, and I, I kind of thought it was interesting. Uh, with oh, your wrestling fr- pers- I, I know Adam Pearson. He's my friend, so I just realized who that is. Yes, yes, yes. So go on. With your wrestling persona so heavily linked to your work at Woke Culture, are you concerned that should you ever leave, will your persona still get over? Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, you know, while obviously it's inspired by all of that stuff, it's... Um, you know, I'd like to think, and I say this with all with all the respect in the world, because I love what culture and the platform they've given me. I'll never be able to say thank you enough. However, I like to think that I got the why thing over by myself. I like to think it was my idea. I came up with it. Uh, they gave me a platform to air it, which I'm great, I'm grateful for. I mean, so yeah, I, I don't think it really makes... Uh, I mean, hopefully that's not going to happen. I'd like to stay at what culture for as long as I can. But um, I, I don't think the two are linked, other than the fact that I came up with it whilst I was doing what culture. And I thought, well, look, I've already got it over with a portion of wrestling fans. I may as well try and get it over with everybody else too. So, um, yeah, 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 I would. Uh, I, I, I don't think, I don't think that uh, that would tie into each other. So, yes, fair answer. Uh, we were talking about this before we we started. Uh, when you made your wrestling debut, which is bonkers to say to me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when the clock went down and you heard why. I, I got a huge smile on my face. I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> well, that again, you make me blush, man. That's, uh, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you, you, I don't know what to say to that. Like, it was it, that kind of support 
is is wonderful it's as simple as that man like it, it just is it uh yeah yeah i don't know what to say <laughs> but it's true man is it, it that stuff is inspirational and motivational to me because you know again you know there, there, there were certain struggles during the whole uh the whole wrestling stuff and to you know know that people and don't get me wrong there's a lot of pricks as well who have said <laughs> who have said horrible things to me but knowing that's they're not they're not important you know knowing that there's um you know, people like your good self that and I've always said this as well. It feels like we're all doing this together, which is cheesy as shit. But that is kind of the way I looked at it when we started documenting it. So, um, yeah, like it's uh, it, it just means the world to me. And it gives me, it's, like I say, motivation to carry on and try and do better. So, yeah, I appreciate that, man. That's very kind of you. Thank you very much. You're a good dude. <laughs> You're de- you, can, you, can, you can definitely come back on. <laughs> uh, Grant Weaving, where do you see yourself in five years time wrestling wise? Oh, NXT. man. Well, well, I, no, I, I, the way I look at all of this stuff is, I mean, look, would that be the dream thing? Of course it would be. Let's not pretend otherwise. Uh, it, would be, it, would be the, it would be the best thing ever. However, uh, I never like to get ahead of myself. I realize that there's still a, a long way to go. Uh, I've got a lot to learn. That I'm already kind of ahead of where I should be, given everything that's been going on. So really, in five years' time, if I can just be better than I am now and continue to progress, continue to get be, become a better wrestler and also, you know, make my own mark. I've still got to make my mark being a wrestler. Um, yeah, it, that, that's my, my goal is just to keep getting better, stay humble. I sound like an idiot, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and yeah, make sure that I don't get, never get ahead of myself, but also keep my eye on, you know, the original goal was to have one match. I've done that. I'm now obsessed. So yeah, I want to... Yeah, yeah, I just want to see where it goes. But I am, I am taking it seriously, and it certainly is my priority. That is that is the truth. There is no two ways about it. Uh, we've done that one before, so we won't do that again. Uh, and we talked about that already. I'm not being horrible. It's just this stuff we already talked about. Uh, Jay- I, have, I, I have another one. Do it. Hit me. Hit me. So, being a lovely member of your Patreon at patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Simon Miller 316. You're a good man. You're a good man, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, one, one of the one of the perks is that you get to do a weekly Q and A with with your good self. And the question that I asked this week was, who do you think should be on the cover of WWE 2K19? You did. It's a good question. I like that question because it kind of threw me. I was like, oh, I don't really know. Uh, the pick that I had was the New Day. I like. I think given how over they are as well, I think I actually thought, that, yeah, that's a good good shout to be honest. Uh, how about your good self, sir? Well, like I said, on the, I, I answered it on the... I'm going to plug it again. I answered it on the, on the Q&A, which, yeah, you can join. If you join at the patreon.com for the Simon 360, we do do a weekly Q&A where you're allowed to ask anything you want. I will underline that anything. And I literally mean anything. Miller, why are you such a twat? You can ask it. It's fine. Um, I, I, I saw a mock-up of someone that was trying to get clicks, and they put AJ Styles on it, and I, I liked the way it looked. And I completely understand the argument against that. Is he a big enough WWE star? But they put Seth Rollins on it. I don't know if AJ Styles any smaller than him. And I just like the way it looked. He was doing the phenomenal forearm. So I think him, but then I think we had this chat. Roman Reigns has never been on a cover of a video game, has he? I don't think so. No. I don't think so either. So I think that... Don't don't speak it. Don't speak it into existence. I, well, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I, and if kids like him as well, kids play the game. But no, I think the New Day is a great shout because I, I think having three people on the cover would make it different straight away. And I think that's important. Um, but yeah, AJ Styles, New Day... Uh, I'd also take somebody like Rusev. Well, I would take Rusev. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think realistically as well. Who would I like to see? There's not that many options, is there, really? They've kind of done everybody. So, yeah, an AJ Styles or somebody like that, I think, would be... Or Daniel Bryan. I'd never do that, but yeah, I would like that. But I think AJ Styles would be my choice. 
Well, uh, to, to go off of your point, what, what I would like to see them do is sort of do what they did with Cena last year with, with the deluxe edition or whatever. Yeah, that'd be good, right? Then you get sort of the best of both worlds. Yeah. No, I think so. I think so. I, um, I think I, I like the New Day grows on me the more because I think you could do a fun tie-in with some kind of pancakes or bootios or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think that I think that would be good. Uh, I, I, dude, I'm gonna try and pronounce your name. I'm gonna botch it. I'm so sorry. Alejandro Ray Zabata, which is the best name I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, with your cut on your head, <laughs> are you going to wear a helmet for your future matches? It could be a take on other wrestlers like Cody Rhodes wearing a mask when he hurt his face. Would there be a, <laughs> would there be a giant wide printed on it? Lol. No, I'm not going to do that. Like I'm not. I'm only not talking about that at the moment because I want to wait until people have had a chance to see the match tomorrow. On Access Defiant, you can get that at access.wearedefiant.com. Plug, plug, plug. Um, and then I'll talk about it next week because I just think that's the fair, uh, the, the fair thing, uh, fair thing to do. But you'll see, no helmet, no protection needed. It's business as usual. And yeah, we'll we'll talk about that next week. That's all. That's all I say. I mean, uh, he's 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 got a good he's got a good point. Well, it, it would certainly help, but it just—it just, it may weigh me down. It may weigh me down a little bit too much. You know, I want to be—I uh, want to be—I want to be on my feet. Uh, Jim Calcutt, being six months into 2018, what do you think are the best matches of 2018 so far? Oh, the, the problem is I got to try and I got to try and engage my brain. I mean, there's probably loads of New Japan matches that I've forgotten. Actually, no, uh, Omega versus uh, not Omega, sorry, Night, uh, not fucking hell, Simon, Jericho versus Kenny Omega. At, a new, uh, at Wrestle Kingdom, I really loved. I know that was in January. I really got a kick out of that match. Um, that, again, these aren't in any order. These are just ones that are coming to my mind as I think about it. That Rollins and Balor match I had on Raw a few weeks ago or a month ago, whatever it was, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really fun. Uh, a really decent match. Um, other than that, oh, but there's been so many. The Young Bucks have had some great matches that I can't remember who they're taking. Osprey's done some crazy stuff. Ricochet's always good. <laughs> I, I mean, given just because the one that first stood out to me when somebody asked that, I'd say Jericho versus Omega from Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, that, that, that's the one I put at the front. Huh. It's hard. We, we need, I mean, that's a question we need to actually research rather than just get thrown yeah. away, to be fair. Like, it's quite, it's quite a hard one. Uh, one that pops in my head is uh, Ciampa Gargano. Uh, of course. Absolutely. I mean, there you go. So I, I'd forgotten about that. Absolutely throw that in there, 100%. And, the lad, it- and that ladder match as well. Uh, at the yeah. start of the NXT show. I can't remember which one it was now, but yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. And Gargano versus Almas as well. That was awesome too. So throw that in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> it's hard, man. Uh, like, that's the kind of thing we need to sit down because there's probably some awesome PWG matches or Ring of Honor matches we're not even thinking about. And uh, I, I swear I'm not doing this just because it's your podcast. I genuinely enjoyed the No Regrets Rumble. Ah, oh, dude, you're a good man. I enjoyed it too. In fact, that's my best match. Actually, it is. That's true. My best match of the year because I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> but just so people don't think like, oh, my God, he's really shilling at this point. Um, the, I, I always enjoyed that because of the different concept of you can pin or be submitted. In the Rumble? Yeah, it gives it a bit of a twist, doesn't it? I think it's just a bit of fun. And also it means I got to pin someone, which I'm never going to say no to. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I enjoyed that. I thought, I thought it was a good pacing of a Rumble because a, a lot of the ones the last couple of years have been hit, hit or miss. 
Uh, but that, that's not for me to comment on now. That's that's, that's the, I'll let you say it and then we'll just move on. Uh, I said it. I'm kidding. You're allowed to say it. Look, I, I'm as a joke. I was joking because I'm a wrestling critic. Imagine what, I, what a, a hypocritical bastard I would be if I didn't let you critique shows. I'm kidding. All shows, oh no no no! I, I knew you were joking. I was just I, darn right. I, I said it. It's it more it's more for the people. I know sometimes listeners don't get my sarcasm, so I just thought I'd uh, no. You and also people can criticize my matches. I've had loads of people come and say my clotheslines were shit you know what they were a bit shit but i'm gonna get better it was my first match you know uh that's all good right last question because i think we have a good discussion about this given what else is going on lee morris do you think cm punk could come back would his pipe bomb persona work today or do you think wwe would try to water him down and just have him be another worker on the roster now the reason it's interesting is because as we speak not only is uh punk getting ready for his mma match or ufc match at ufc whatever it is in june he's also started his trial technically against the WWE and the Dr. Aman, or his name was, that he accused of, uh, well, just poor medical care, really, when he was with the WWE. Now, we don't know whether it's true or not true, uh, anything like that, hence why they've gone to court. However, it does mean they put him in bad books with the WWE. And in that sense, no, I cannot see him coming back to WWE anytime. However, that persona that he had, I think genuinely was timeless. And the reason I believe it was timeless is because... It was believable and it felt real. And everything he said, much like Samoa Joe at the moment, is like, yes, I completely, you know, you don't feel fake to me. You feel like a a genuine character. And I think right now in wrestling, we need that more than ever. I think you always need that in wrestling. I think it's really important. So I think it could come back. I think you could, it's just about treating him the right way because we don't need to go into this. But when he was there first time or whatever time it was, he, he wasn't necessarily treated the right way all of the time. And then you've got to throw in everything with his personal life and a lawsuit. So no, I'm not 100% sure he will ever come back. Do I think he could be all in? Absolutely. I did a video on what culture about that. You can go watch it right now. It's called Why CM Punk or Gate Crash All In's Ending. Um, but no, I, I just think you have to get the lawsuit over and done with. And then you have to get over the, the negativity that comes along with that. And bad blood takes a long time to heal. But I'd love to see him back. I love CM Punk. I'm still a massive fan. Uh, without, you know repeating everything that you just said. (laughs) Uh, uh, I think that a lot of it depends on how he does with his next fight. Uh, Being completely honest, because if he comes out and has another time like he had uh, last time where he lost in two two minutes, I think. Yep. I think he might go, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. I, I, I I think that'd be his worry as well, right? I think he'd be worried about how he's going to be treated. Uh, but yeah, uh, all in definitely. I could see him headlining all in too, which yeah, like me you, too. I, which I hope happens. Uh, I think that he could be either the one or one A to Bullet Club as far as the Indies yeah, go. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I, I think if with all the momentum they've got going in that direction, it would be huge. It would be huge. So people forget how big CM Punk is. Just go and look at how quickly he sold out that meet and greet with Pro Wrestling Tees for that weekend. It was, yeah. it, was, it was crazy. It was crazy. So um, I'd love to see him back. I don't think he will come back. But even on the indie scene, you know, the wrestling world is so accessible these days. I don't think it really matters where he comes back. You're still going to be able to see him. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the main thing. Uh, one thing I do want to uh, talk about before we go away is that a rumor has literally just broke as we were doing this podcast. Apparently, the planned opponent for uh, Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam could be Seth Rollins. 
Now, whether or not he'll still be Intercontinental Champion then, I don't know. Whether he wins the belt back, I don't know. But there's something to think about. Personally, I would prefer uh, just Braun Strowman to win it, I think, at this stage. I just think it makes it makes the most sense. However, I think Seth Rollins over right now. I think Seth Rollins is probably having the best time of his WWE career right now. If he is the one to beat Brock Lesnar, maybe that would be amazing. I don't know. But yeah, that just broke. Andrew, your thoughts? I, I don't hate it. I mean, with everything he's been saying about Lesnar, it makes sense. Could you see him being a joint champ? He's done it before. He was US and world champ. Could you see him doing it again? Yeah. I, I, I mean, why not? He he is the Monday Night Raw person at the moment. Yeah. So why and not just put put everything on him? Yeah. And then you could probably go into Strowman versus Rollins, which I actually think would be a really good feud. Really good feud. I'd like to see I, him. I agree. Okay. Well, there you go. Some breaking uh, rumors, I should say, not news. Breaking rumors uh, at the end of this podcast. Uh, thank you to everyone who did ask a question. Andrew, is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh, put this one to bed? I think I am good, my friend. Okay. Well, I want to thank you firstly, because I didn't know you were going to say all these nice words on the podcast. <laughs> so I want to thank you. And I'll also take this opportunity to thank everybody else for, for saying nice things too. Uh, the support means the world. Um, even the people that criticize me, that means the world as well, because it means I'm being criticized for being a pro wrestler, which I've tried for the last two years to do. And it means at least I've got somewhere. So I thank those people. Uh, thank those people as well. Um, like we will be back next uh, Wednesday with the, uh, with the normal podcast. And we will be back uh, a week today with more Q and A's. Uh, like I say, next week, we will talk about obviously Raw Smackdown, Money in the Bank, but we will also talk about my second wrestling match, which again, you can watch on Defiant tomorrow night. If you're listening to this on Friday, Saturday, the 2nd of June, around about 6 p.m. on Fight TV or Access Defiant. Andrew, thank you very much. Well, A, just for being a good dude. B, for saying really nice things. C, for supporting me on Patreon. And D, giving up your time to come do this podcast with me this evening. My pleasure, my friend. Awesome. Where can they find you on uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff? Uh, Instagram is the Philly Cowboy. That's T-H-E-P-H-I-L-L-Y, the word cowboy. Uh, Twitter is a underscore mac nineteen ninety one, and that's. I don't follow you on Twitter. I'm going to do it right now. What is it? A underscore yep. mac. Yeah. One nine nine one. One nine one one. This is a fun thing to do on a podcast. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Right. Boom. I followed him. So if you need to find Andrew, you can find him on. Uh, he'll be the, probably the last person I follow. I don't follow that many people uh, uh, on Twitter. Right. Andrew, thank you very much. Again, if you'd like to come on the Pro Wrestling Podcast, you can. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. It will also be up on YouTube at YouTube.com forward slash The Middle Report Rules. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Simon316. Come say hi or come call me a shit. Either's fine. I'm on Instagram at SimonMiller316. Why I put 316 in my name, I don't know, but I've done it now. I can't go back. And join the Facebook group at Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just search for that. All the questions that we do for these Q&As will go in there. I'm sorry this thread went up a little bit late. Uh, I've just been catching up with things from the wrestling and some personal stuff I had to deal with. But please look out for the thread and post uh, post in there. Plus the Predictions League is in there as well. And the Prediction League is it, always fun. Uh, Andrew, thank you once again. Um, enjoy your weekend. Everyone listening, enjoy your weekend too. Again, watch uh, Road to Destruction should you wish to see me. I'd really appreciate it. But if nothing else, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for downloading me. Thank you for letting my voice into your lives. And I'm going to chat to you very soon. <laughs>